Okay, uh, back on what I said. What cuisine? You said Asian It'll be like Mexican. fusion, fusion, Mexican, Asian. You're a fan of fusion? Yeah, I like it. It's good. I don't know, man. Look, you can. I don't, I don't know. You can do it Look, well. I went to. Is it Maha? I've never gone there. Yeah, I was there like a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. And I'm expecting Arabic shit. What'd you get? What did I get? Yeah. A bit of like one of their sort of banquet things. Like lamb with pomegranate, molasses, and tabbouleh yeah, yeah. with like pomegranate hummus. Was, and- pomegranate was prominent. Yeah. <laughs> and sesame seeds. Yeah, you know what I mean? I don't like sesame seed Tahini. oil. Like sesame seeds, I can't deal with. But I was looking at them as I was bringing the menu in. I'm looking at it. I'm like, mm, it's not really. Some of it's Arabic, but yeah. there's elements of Greek in here. There's elements of like Armenian cuisine. Yeah. You ever had Armenian? Never. Armenian. I've got, actually got a mate who whose brother owns one of the joints in the city. That's pretty much the only joint, but it's, yeah. it's really nice. What, what's their main meal? Like? Armenian man. The best way to describe it, it's like a fusion between Greek, Turkish, and, and Arabic. Okay, that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. So like, you get all those flavors, and you'll be like, hey, this is like our shit. It's a lot of different yeah. or exactly the same, you yeah. know? Um, so, yeah, Ma's like, f- she comes out and I'm like, eh, it's Arabic, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's, a, it's good for a first try. Yeah. The meal was nice, but it wasn't typically Arabic as what you'd expect. But towards the end, I started to bring out some of this uh, duck and shit. I'm like, this is not Arabic. Yeah. This is barely fusion. Like, what is this? This is coriander. Like, what? You'd be surprised how many times you'll go to a restaurant and they've under-seasoned the food. Like, you're like, I need I need salt, yeah. man. <laughs> you look at him like, I need salt. I need something. And they're like, you, you want salt? Like, they're looking at you like- Perplexed. Like, I need, I need salt. Do you have salt? Like, yeah. I'm like, just bring me some salt, please. Because like this- I, I've, I'm not not being a smartest. I'm like, oh, please, I need salt. Like, I, <laughs> please, please, I need salt. Please, like I would like I do. Like I said before, like Mexican fusion. Like I like, I like tacos. Right, I like chicken tacos. Like tacos or burritos. Oh, tacos, fuck burritos. Why? I don't know. I feel like burritos are sloppy. Like you just slam the rice, the guac, the beans in there. You know, and you just get it, and it's just slapped together. You know what the problem is, man? I've made. I used to make burritos at home, but when I made them at home, I would bulk cook and actually freeze them and then like cook them freeze them and put them in the freezer yeah so then if i needed a snack when i was doing all the shift work i'd come home like i'd take it out in the morning i knew i'd have like a long well, day yeah fair fair enough then like, you just take them out put them in the oven and just reheat them a bit yeah. and then it was good you know what i mean if you can do a good one i'll, I'll be like fuck yeah Look, but like the ones that i've had in melbourne they're just fucking slapped together burritos just- man like for me like fajitas right yeah Ta- ta- tacos piss me off because of the shell you okay. bite, it falls apart. Hard or soft? What do you like? Soft. Okay. Because hard, just brittle, man. It doesn't make sense. You're just going to slam it one go. <laughs> no, man, because it's just like, it's too brittle and falls apart in your hands. It's usually too much fucking lettuce, depending where you've gone. Yeah. Just, it's crumbling. Yeah. Soft. I bought soft-shelled tacos the other day when I was in Adelaide. Yeah. Right? From um, Guzman. <laughs> dude, they were open. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. They were the only thing open. Have yeah. you been to Adelaide? Never. It's fucking, dude, it's just- doesn't everything shut at 8 o'clock? Yeah, 8 o'clock. The only cunts pumping meals out is Guzman and Gomez, like opposite from my hotel. Yeah. Right? So, soft-shelled, 100%. Fajitas, fajitas or burritos? <sighs> Fuck. Okay. See, this is the thing. This is my problem, right? Fajitas, I fucking smash because I do chicken well. I season the fuck out of it. I let it, like, simmer with the red bell peppers and, like, yeah. make, you know, proper fucking- Base, so you're literally just like waiting to get this thing down with some chick uh, cheese and slam it down with guac. The burritos, though, 
are more time consuming because you got to cook the brown rice, you got to soak the beans for fucking twelve hours or whatever. Like, bur- burritos are, are like a lunchbox meal, like just pack it up and wrap it and get the fuck out. Yeah, of but I think there's more sustenance to the burrito, and I don't know. I think it's more of a gorgy sort of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Greeks love quantity. Yeah, we do. You know what I mean? We do. There's more flavor in a fajita, but quantity-wise, a burrito is like the closest thing to a kebab where you just want to fucking drill it and just get, move on. I don't know. Like, I'll probably go a burrito or a fajita. Yeah. I would. It's just yeah. more time. Uh, like, I've made fajitas so many times, but the there, burritos- there, is, there are days where I'm like, oh, I'm going to cook this that I used to cook. You know before. I'm going to buy a burrito like, <laughs> as soon as I leave here. I was going to go suvlaki down there. I haven't had a suva for a while. Uh, there is no place where I live- down in Coburg. Like, I know there's a ton of kebab shops. What do you mean? Them. In Coburg, you've Dude, got- um. they don't do anything well over there. Really? Yeah. Like, there's a kebab shop called Essendon Kebabs that I love going to, man. These guys are like, hey, how are you? And they, they'll they load you up. Have you been at these Suvos out in- um? It's off near Essendon, near Tyler Marine. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never gone there. I've gone there once. And it was pretty fucking the good. The one time I went there, the camera crew were there because he was like uh, saying, like, don't sign in and- he- like he was doing, he was on the anti-vax or whatever. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I don't think it was, but I think it was like the the sign-in. He was like hanging it upside down against as a protest. And I was like, I'm not coming in here. Yeah, no. Nah. So like, there are a couple of things like down where I live. Nobody really does. Well. What? So even on Sydney Road, you can't get a. It's right, terrible. It's just. What about a kebab? <sighs> no. It's not good. It's lazy. Wasn't there a Roxy's? There was a Roxy's kebab that was on Sydney Road. Yeah, it's still. They just reopened yeah. another one. So, like, kebab station's good, but it's always hit and miss. Like, it's just like. I don't know. It's. It just doesn't taste good. Maybe, like, I'm over. Maybe I'm expecting too much from it. Because, like, I'm over expecting stuff. Like, this should be good, but it's shit. Is that like just the, coming down from working in hospitality? Yeah, probably. I'm like, man, you guys didn't cook this properly. Or, like, this is boiled. This isn't fucking cooked. Like Boiled? Yeah, like if you don't have enough heat in a pan or something like that, like you end up just boiling meat instead of actually cooking it. Oh, as in like, so there's no tanned? Yeah. Okay, what's the tigarising? It looks it looks grey. Like you, <laughs> you get this meat and it looks grey. How's your like, Greek cooking? My Greek cooking is terrible. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I didn't really follow through with it because I always expect them. I always expect my mom to continue on like cooking Greek food for me <laughs> forever. Yeah, it's like, like, <laughs> like, like I can't cook Greek. I can cook everything else, but that's amazing. Yeah, I actually I can cook Greek. I just don't co- stayed away from cooking Greek. Once once I started learning how to fuck with ingredients, and then I realized that Greek cooking has no fucking spice. I stopped cooking it. I worked for this one Greek joint. Down near the CBD, and I was like, "Some it was, it's a function joint." And he's like, "I remember I put up an ad on Gumtree, and I'm like, hey, if anyone's looking for a chef, yeah, like let me know. Like I charge this much and whatnot.'" I remember rocking up to his place. It was a it's a function hall near the city somewhere, and I remember I loaded up the suvo, like the the rack of meat, and I did the tzatziki, and I did everything for him, and had everything ready to go, like platters and shit. And he's like, "Oh, you did a good job, Dimitri." Um, here you go. Hands me an envelope with like hundred bucks in tens. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a good 13, 14 hour shift. And I'm like, uh, signal me. Like, well, what's this? 13 hours, you made a hundred bucks. Yeah. And I'm like, what's this? Because this is what we agreed upon. Well, that's not what we agreed upon. Like, cause you clicked on my fucking ad and you obviously, you didn't read it cause you're Greek. And you just gave me a call. I remember the phone call, Dimitri. <laughs> Look, I have uh, I have like three, four hundred people coming. I need help. The chef needs help. 
you know how to peel prawns? I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, come on down. And it was just like, and I, it was good. Like everyone in there was like, yeah, it was like all your others working there, like old people who yeah. were just like struggling to fucking, like why am, they're like, why am I still working here? <laughs> and like they, well, I had fun with them because I like, yeah. Okay, just for the record, I'm not laughing at oldies working. I'm laughing at your mannerisms right now. Yeah. Just because people can't see this. So I'm not being a cunt. I'm just <laughs> laughing because you're making me laugh. My missus is going to like listen to this and look at me. She's like, yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Like I went, I went, I went through a lot of stuff like just working for people and then being like, "Oh, you said a hundred dollars." Like, no, I didn't say a hundred dollars. Why would you ever agree to that? Are they just playing dumb? I, I, yeah, like, like just playing fucking stupid. Like, like this is not what we agreed upon. And they're like, "Well, if you don't like it, you can leave." And I'm like, "Yeah, cool. I am going to leave." Like, thank you so much for your time, and like, I'm not going to work here ever again. There was a restaurant on Ligon Street that I worked at uh, towards my end, so Brunswick side. So it's very, it was very popular at the time. I remember it came down to Christmas time, getting fucking fingered every day. Like, busy, busy, busy. Yeah. Banquets, functions. They had a massive, um, I think they could fit about 500 people in this joint. It was huge because they opened up, they bought behind the restaurant the empty lot and they just extended the hell out of it. And you could get so many people in there. Oh, 500 is exaggeration. Um, it was a good amount of people. You could get a lot of people in there. And I remember it was the... Before Christmas, it was Christmas Eve. Before we were opening up, bad timing. Yeah, <laughs> had a shit. had a staff meeting like before the before Christmas were open. And he's like, "Guys, um, unfortunately, uh, no one's going to get paid this this week tonight." Why? Like, unfortunately, like it, it was falling out of our pay. So I got, and I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, oh, we've run into a couple of uh, issues with pay and financials." And I'm like, "And now you tell us." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry, but guys, we're gonna get it fixed up. We're gonna, we're gonna make sure everything's okay." And I remember one of the chefs like, "So what do I, what do I pay rent with this week? I oh, don't worry, we'll have it sorted out." And everyone was like, "What, what do we do? Like, what happens?" And I remember one of the chefs just walks into the back, starts like loading up his backpack with bottles and anything he could, and goes, "Yep, see you guys later." And that's pretty much what a lot of the chefs there did. They loaded up their bags and they disappeared, while the rest of us sat there waiting for that last paycheck to click to kick in three weeks later, by the way. Fucking. And I remember just like, as soon as I got that paycheck, I was just out the door. Man, from what you know, right, from your experience. I didn't, I didn't see it coming. No, no, hang on. 15 years, right, in hospitality. What percentage, in your opinion, do you reckon of restaurants, cafes, et cetera, are running like that? Most of them. Like, I reckon a good 80% of them. Bullshit. Yeah. 80%. You've got that twenty percent that does really fucking well, and then you got that rest of the eighty percent that are always. And what does like, it just come down to? Just experience? I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. Some like I've seen some restaurants be absolutely fucking shit, and then the next year, like, yeah, mate, we're great, we're good. Look at me, I'm beautiful. Like you know, paid off all my debts. I don't but know. but like, I, and I'm I'm like I just want to say like I'm saying this on like the places that I have worked at and my experience, not everybody else's experience. Because I got thrown, I reckon I got thrown the the, the most, the weirdest hand of hospitality could ever give me. <laughs> because I've got mates who have just made it. I've yeah. got mates who are like, hey man, I was in the newspaper and I've got this and I've got this restaurant and I've got two joints now. I'm like, yeah man, good on you, well done, like great work. And I always like, I knew you'd do something great. 
But then when it comes to me and I tell people a, a story like I did just now, like we didn't get paid on this day, like, nah, man, bullshit. I'm like, I'm not fucking lying, man. I am not. Would I be where I am? I've taken like photo evidence and like that's why I've been calling people out and whatnot and just. Okay. Here's a question. If you want to be a whistleblower, oh, a proper whistleblower. Yeah. What, at what rate do you reckon hospitality, restaurants, etc. use ingredients and shit like that? That's well past their prime. Oh, ah. Uh, um, do you reckon most people are pretty uh, vigilant with that shit, or do you reckon it's more of like a no, nah, just fucking throw it in? I've had a chef who made me clean chick, uh, who made me clean chimichurri off chicken, and use it as normal chicken. So you know what chimichurri is, right? The spi- spice shit. The yeah, sauce. yeah. So like, it's fresh chimichurri, coriander, yeah, yeah. like lemon, garlic, all yeah. those sort of things. Just Google it, people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I've, I'll show you the video later on where like he's like clean it. I'm like, no. He's like, clean it. I'm like, no. And he got the kitchen hand to clean it. And I videoed it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he said to clean it. I'm like, no. Throw it. And I throw it in the bin. So this chicken's been sitting in like lime juice and whatnot. And it's- It's marinated. It's cooked. Like, yeah. if you leave something in lime juice long enough, it's going to cook through. So this chicken was like prepped, made, sat in the fridge for maybe a day. Oh, and, a day? Yeah. Like, because we probably prepped it late. Like, after the shift, we probably prepped it because- you know, you've got days where you're like, fuck, man, I don't want to come in tomorrow early. I'm going to spend an extra hour here. Marinate shit now. I'm going to prep and, like, come in tomorrow. and be good. And I remember him just, like, fucking clean it. We don't have any normal chicken. I'm like, man, I can just go down the road and ask what's his name to give me, like, four kilos of chicken from his restaurant. No, no, no. Like, I can do it. Like, no, no, we're not doing that. I'm like, okay. I'm like, there's five other restaurants below us that I can go and ask for. I'll, like, it, they'll give me chicken. I know half the guys there. No, don't do that. Just clean that and use it. I'm like, ah, oh, you fucking idiot. I remember leaving this joint and at this day, I'm not going to be cocky, but I'm going to say I was running this joint without him. Like he thought it was the head chef. He wasn't shit. Like me and, the, me and this other guy were running it and we were doing everything. He was hiding in the fucking office half the time and we ran this joint. Hiding. And I remember I said to him, I go, I'm leaving, man. I can't deal with this anymore. And as soon as I left... It fell apart, and he got fired two weeks later. Yeah. And this really awesome guy from California took it over, and he was just, like, like killing it now. So it was, like, really good. Okay. Really well done. But, like, starting with ingredients, yeah. right? I've always got it with me, right? I never fuck with servers. I never fuck with – I'm never rude in a restaurant. Right, so that time – Ever, yeah. right? Because my golden rule is it's from that movie Waiting. Yeah. Don't fuck with the people that serve you your food. Yeah. Is that a good rule to go by? Um, I'm not talking you. I'm not telling you. Asking you to. It. I used. I used to act like that when I was younger. Yeah. Like, don't fucking talk to me like that. Like all that sort of shit. But the food, if it goes off, it's in the bin. Yeah. I know because I did it in the bin. I'm not going to get someone sick. I'm not going to like. Do you remember back in the day? There's a restaurant on Sydney Road called called Alasia. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. And people got sick because of the eggplant. Yeah. Like, that's not even me. It's just eggplant dip. And, like, a person died from just the fucking eggplant dip. Yeah. Now imagine you – and there was another guy recently in uh, London that got – I think it was a soup or something. Don't, like, quote me on it. But he – like, somebody got food poisoning and they passed away from his fucking cooking. Now, I've seen chefs – seen a chef fucking fart, okay, put his hands down his pants, smell them, like, oh, that was a killer. And I'm like, are you all right? Are you okay? Are you, you're a fucking idiot. Like, like that that thing that you put up yesterday, has the world gone fucking mad? <laughs> like, do you know what the fuck you just did? You just farted in front of all of us, 
put your hand down your pants. Fuck. I'm like, are you okay? And this guy was cooked. Okay. That's, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't even know what I'm fucking looking at, but get, pack your shit and fuck off. It was the first time I've ever just lost my fucking mind where I was like, and one of my chefs was like, did that just happen? <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, yeah, oh, dude, I'm getting angry just thinking about it. <laughs> and like, he, he was going through a lot of, a lot of problems and he had a, ma- like, this guy had a massive drug issue. This, is, this is a common theme. Like, every story you've got about these, how many, okay, hang on. Here's a question. How many restaurants do you reckon you worked in in the 15 years? Oh, man. Like, just ballpark, right? It'd have to be over 50. 50 in yeah. 15 years? Yeah, because, like, towards the end of it, like, at the beginning, I jumped around because I wanted to learn everything as quickly as possible. I didn't want to get stuck in one spot. I didn't want to be stagnant. I didn't take any sous chef or head chef jobs. I actually wanted to learn from a lot of people. Yeah, so really quickly. you diversify so your skills. Home, yeah, yeah. At, at home, I've got a stack of paperwork just, like, just caked with oil and coffee stains and, like, like it's it's huge. It's like an Encyclopedia Britannica that you had when you were young. <laughs> and I'm looking at it like now. I'm like, who the, whose fucking handwriting is this? So nice and eligible. Like, oh, there's broken dreams over here. <laughs> <laughs> just put it aside. It's just broken dreams. Um, and fuck, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> I asked you how many restaurants you'd work yeah, in. Was, it'd 50. have to be over fifty. So far, the running theme is abuse, drugs. Drug abuse, verbal abuse, assault, and broken dreams and broken uh, mental health uh, sort of pathways for everyone. Towards the end of it, because as I got older, all the chefs that I did work with and we, like me and a lot of the chefs that I knew, we moved around a lot. They'd be like, hey, bro, you want to come work here? Yeah, fucking hey. You want to be my sous chef? Yeah, man. You want to be yeah, head chef? it's here? one of those industries. Man. And I saw a lot of chefs just like, just break down. Yeah. Like just be done with it. And unfortunately, I know four chefs that just took their own lives. No and shit. this is in the last six years. I remember there was this one place that I worked at, and he's like, the guy's like, oh, you worked with, uh, I'm going to say Tony again. Do you work with Tony? <laughs> Did you work with Tony? I go, man, I love that guy. He taught me how to make fish, a fish sausage. And he's like, did he? And I'm like, what else did he teach you? I'm like, he taught me this and this and this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he killed himself last week. And it was just casually, yeah, he killed himself last week. And it was just like as casual. Service is up. <laughs> yeah, service up. Like, as casual as can be, someone's like, yeah, he took his life. Okay. I'm like, can I get a minute process it? No, nah, mate, get at your station. I'm like, I work with this guy for three years. Can I can I take a minute? No. And like, you don't, back then, no one really connected with Facebook or Messenger or TikTok or yeah. whatever the fuck we got going on. Even text messages, you get a text message and you'd be like, who the fuck is this messaging me? You know, like, new phone, who this? Yeah. And that's real. And like... Like that last one, I was like, "What happened?" And I was like, "Oh, we don't know. We just, they just found him." And I'm like, "Fuck!" Like I had no idea. Like he passed away a year ago. I had no idea about it. Yeah. And they just treated it like, "Oh yeah, these things happen." And I remember one of the chefs just saying, "Oh, he couldn't couldn't handle it." I'm like, "Okay," and he was just vicious about it. Like, like he just couldn't handle it. You know, if, if it's too hot in the kitchen, get out. Well, it's and, not about that. And that's what he did. And I'm sitting there straight faced. I'm like, "You all right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Like, just, like, it was nothing to I love, Yeah, fine. Then, like, skulls, a fifth of vodka, just, like, why uh, not? Funny enough, he, he, this guy that was just casual about it <laughs> lost his kids and his wife and, like, was just, like, drilling down the, Man, the beer lines. I'm just thinking about that now. Like, I, we used to be, we have that mentality as well, right? Like, when we do, like, you know, shift work and you're do, working in warehouses, picking boxes or working in refrigeration and just, like, it's hard, man, right? 
then the whole December run where you don't sleep for like fucking eight weeks straight. Yeah. And that was a mentality from a lot of cunts. Like, that is weak. Fuck him. You know what I mean? He's done. He's Can't keep up. Fuck him. We need 200 cases an hour. Fuck him. And so like, I used to be buying into it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, look at me. I'm fucking, I'm keeping yeah, up. Work, like, work harder. You're a dumb cunt. Like, you're an absolute dumb cunt. Like, it should not be the point of like, we need to have mental health issues in order to stay part of this crew or just, just keep our jobs. Like, this is the one thing I hate about the Are You Okay Day. Because oh, don't, don't start. like okay, I'm not I'm like no, no, no. Like I, I'm gonna. I you just can wa- start. I'm just saying. I just like, want to say like they're like, are you okay? They ask your friend if you're okay. I go if you're gonna be a fucking friend, ask your mate if he's okay. Like, hey man, you doing good? Yeah. If you want to like ask him casually, don't fucking rock up out of twelve months out of nowhere. Haven't spoken to this guy and send me a message. Are you okay? I think you're having mental health issues. I was getting like on that day. Are you okay? Like, hey chef, are you okay? And I just write back, fuck off. Yeah. I'm like, who is this? Fuck off. Like, no, yeah. you got to ask your mates. Like, if you're working in the kitchen, ask your, ask your mate, like, hey, man, all good? Yeah, all good. Everything, yeah. Like, And you know when someone's not okay. I've talked about mental health a lot, yeah. man. And my actual friends will ask me on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, shit's hit the fan. Hey, man, are you all right? Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Not fucking once a year and they just paint it, you know, like, oh, yeah, you? and people are just fucking like, Resharing shit on Instagram, and just, I just want to kill cunts. I remember, man. like, they made me wear a t-shirt. Are you okay? Bullshit! Like, I, I, was I like, would never have I was worn like, that shit. I'm, and I was like, I'm not wearing this. Then they hand out stickers. Are you okay, day? I'm like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not buying into this. Oh uh, nah, man, nah. That that's just social the justice. Fir- the first shit. thing that comes into my head is like, how much money are these guys getting paid for this? Like, oh, how much are they banking? Like, are you okay with that amount of money? Like, you know, like, what services do you guys offer? Like, like, I'm, we're getting beyond it. But. You know what? I'm, I'm getting kind of nervous because I know Novak's sitting in his hotel right now, and we need to check his mental health. Can you check? Can you check the news? I want to know what's going on because apparently, apparently, this guy had COVID again, December 12th. You didn't see that? I saw it. I just saw it today before that's I got it. That's what I retweeted, Malaka. Hang on. I, that's what my whole video was about. That my, actually, I saw it yesterday. No, 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 no. Hang on. Oh, here we go. Here's a. Here's a. Uh, he needs to get. You know what he needs to do? He needs to work like three months in the kitchen doing the dishes. Oh fuck, man! I've had so much heat over my last couple of posts regarding Novak. That's fine. I remember I messaged you a couple of times. <sighs> I'm um, just seeing these now. Same way going. What the fuck? I said that if you then if you play the same. Someone says, "Well, it turns out he didn't enter the country illegally." Yes, he did. All right, misinformation. Yeah. You know what I've been seeing the last couple of weeks? Nels Cosmos is starting to- Oh, please don't give me stuff. No, no, no. Great community. Their Instagram account is starting to put up pro-vaccine posts. Okay. And opening a discussion, a dialogue, like a dialogue for vaccination and COVID. There is so- It's like, that's where intelligence goes to die. Goes to die. Having an argument with a random person on the internet. No, yeah? with Greeks. Oh, dude, that's even yeah? worse. No, no, no. Especially because of Christmas and all that shit. So we're more, I mean, you're in the same community as I am, mm-hmm. all right? And you were sending me the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I wrote to you, but I remember saying something to you. And I was like, did you just, I sent it to like the Greek, like, did you copy this? <laughs> I'll tell you now. Because you, <laughs> you messaged it to me, you're on the way to your cousins or something. Hang on, I've got to scroll back. Like, we- <laughs> all right, so like, just to let everyone know, like after I got it, <laughs> like for myself, education, right? Like. Going to uni doesn't mean, like, you're, you're more informed than anybody. But, like, 
studying something and creating the paperwork for it. I is just found such it. a bitch. You put. I can't remember what your story was, right? But I just replied and just like, oh, it was, shit. it was the monkey driving the golf cart. <laughs> 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 your your follow up message was. I've heard, I've heard it all today, bro. It was an interesting lunch. Can't believe my mate's missus, who is a certified receptionist, <laughs> has managed to become a biochemist while working a photocopier for mine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that just killed me. Absolutely killed me, man. And I was just, hang on, what else you got? Oh, yeah, you've got, um, the, you'd listen to one of my, my podcasts. It was the last one. You're like, the part about Christmas made me chuckle. I got the old COVID doctor shit from Morello, and you're still riding those death machines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, um, here's the other thing. Like, get, <laughs> getting, like, you know, like working in the kitchen or whatnot, when you get a day off, you're on your own. It'd be a Wednesday, a random fucking oh, Wednesday. Oh, dude, that's exactly like and me. coming back from Southeast Asia, we were riding mopeds and bikes and all that. And when <laughs> I got back from Asia, I, I bought a motorbike and I would take my Wednesday off and I would cruise wherever the hell I went. Yeah. And knock on wood, everything's been okay. I don't really find it. Like, I take a ride once in a while now. I'm a bit over it. But I remember my cousin being full fucking COVID, conspiracy theory, this and this, and then like, you know, you're still riding that death machine. You know, you're going to fucking kill yourself. Like, man, just fuck off. Yeah, all right. While, while he's got like a pack of darts, he's lighting a smoke with yes, a smoke. Yes, you know what I mean? yes. And it's like typical, you know, you know, like, what do I know, Tony? <laughs> what? What, what, am, what am I supposed to know? It's a death machine. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, no every worries. every man and their dog have got Vespers and shit in Greece. Yeah. But, like, it, it's going to be death out Take here. the Mikani, go get a Suvo. Yeah. They're like, okay. Meanwhile, they're fucked. Their roads are fucked. Their laws are fucked. Man, like a cousin. I remember a cousin came to pick me up once, right? We are in Athens. He's come to pick me up, go clubbing. Guy just finished working. He's, like, triple shift. Yeah. Already getting smashed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Comes to get me. I sit in the car. The seat just goes all the way back. I'm yeah. like- the fuck happened? Oh, yeah, it broke, like, the other day. I'm like, yeah. so where's the seatbelt? Ah, no seatbelt, man. Don't worry about it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we get into, like, the Princess Highway of Athens, potholes and shit. He's doing 40K over the limit at two in the morning. Two mobile phones and you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to light a smoke. <laughs> the, the funny part about, like, so where one of the areas that I'm from, um, it's called Patra. So yeah, um, Patra's roads are fucked up. They are fucked up. But for some reason, they hold an annual go-kart race through the city every year. And I'm like, if they hit that pothole, they are absolutely, they are fucking gone. just do a somersault. And like, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's, it's Duxy, it's fine. No problem. No problem. No problem. Oh, man. I don't know, man. Look, let me ask you a question. Um, <laughs> I can't. What advice do you have to anyone getting into hospitality? Go work in the kitchen for three to six months. Yeah. Get yourself a girlfriend as well and see if you can hold on to both. And if you can manage to do that, then- That's a good advice. That's go a good school. advice. Because you'll realize that you'll lo- you lose friends, you'll lose family, you'll lose girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, man, you'll be able to take a girl out like once a week. But, you know, like when you message that girl and you're like, hey, let's catch up after work and you smell like a fucking deep fryer, mate, it's not- <laughs> She's, <laughs> she's not going to want to hang out with you. Yeah. Like- and- you know, I don't know. Like some some girls are like, "Yep, yeah, cool, I love him and whatnot." But if you're trying to make an impression on someone, it's not going to work. You literally smell like fucking man. You know what I used to smell like butter. But I used to smell like a deep fryer. I used like, to smell like butter when I worked at the cookie factory. And I was prepping ingredients and shit like that. Yeah, yeah because I'd have my phone. It was an old thirty three ten, and yeah. I'd be balancing the phone on my shoulder, trying to talk while cutting up butter and, and weighing shit. Yeah, 
Everything. Everything I had smelled like butter. My car. Just, oh. There was, um, what else is that? Oh, shit. I completely forgot about it. There's, uh, oh, I've gone blank. I was going to say, now they've got the iPods and AirPods and shit. And people just, remember some kid in the kitchen just walking around like, yeah, man, I'm just in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm like, can you fucking put your AirPods away? <laughs> like, why? He's handling a hot plate. You like, know what I mean? Why? Take them off. You're at work. Like, no, nah, I don't have to take it off. I'm like, just fuck off then. Yeah. No, I'm not leaving. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm not paying you. You can't do that. Well, yeah, we'll fucking see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm barely getting paid. <laughs> it's not going to be much for me to get rid of you as well, can't. Like, if you want to get, if you want to go to the kitchen, don't go to William Anglis straight away. Go work in an actual kitchen. Go give it a try. Be a dishy. Be a kitchen hand. Like, ask the chef. Hey, I want to work the pass with you. I want to do this and I want to do it. And if you like it, yeah, man, go ahead, go do it. But you got to realize that somewhere down the line, something's going to give, whether, whether it be financial, girlfriend, like your marriage, like- <laughs> Expendables. <there's>, yeah. <laughs> All there, expendable. There's, like, this is just collateral damage at this point, man. Like there's a point where you just, for myself, I stopped caring about everything and just focused everything on the kitchen. Like my whole life was the kitchen. Yeah. Buying books, reading, updating, YouTube- Remember when YouTube came out, I was just like, like, holy shit, I can look up recipes now. Yeah. And like all that sort of stuff. It would just be, you'd either be all, you either be all in or all out, just going into it. I, I'm seriously struggling with the idea that 20% of the restaurants out there are okay and the rest of them are like this. Look, I could be wrong. I am definitely wrong. But for myself, I've seen the the restaurants that I've worked look, for, 80% of 15, them. 15 years and 50 restaurants, that's a good chance. It's it's not peanuts. It's I, not like it's not like you worked at a local for two years and then you, you retired. You know what I mean? I can I can say I've worked at like three good restaurants that I absolutely fucking loved, and the guys were great, and everybody was amazing and fantastic, and I learned learned more from these three restaurants than I did in any other spot. Even like even getting yelled at over there, I didn't mind because like the food we were pumping out was amazing. You understand the. The, the constraints and the whatever. Yeah. You, you're, yeah, you understand the environment, so you're willing to take a bit more heat because of X, Y, and Z. Like, I've I've worked in, like, high-end restaurants. I've worked in French places. I've worked – I don't want to mention any of them, but, like, a lot of people don't – I've kept it under wraps. I haven't really told people where I've worked. Because, oh, my God, you worked there? Yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, me and my missus, we drive in the car, like, I worked there. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I worked here too. I worked there. I worked, and she's like, you've worked everywhere. I'm like – yeah, she's like, how long? Uh, probably two months, three months. Yeah. What happened? I got into a fight with the chef. Why? Cause didn't rock up to work. Like, it'd be like, something would just set me off. I'm like, ah, I'm out of here. Like, if I have to be here fucking six days a week and you take, like, four days off because yeah. you're chilling at home, I'm out of here. I, it's a new world, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to take it. Like, if I go to a restaurant, I'm just picturing looking over that little window where the, the, the plates sit and just picturing fucking chaos. Is it like waiting, that movie? Nah. Nah, I reckon it would have been something like that back in the early, like, 80s, 90s. Like, it'd be not as that much of a chaos. You know that, but that scene at the end of it where they're staring at the clock and it's nine, <laughs> 9.55 and like, come on, baby. <laughs> I've had, I remember it was like 9.50, like, restaurant closed at 10, and I'd say, because I was so fucking into it, I was like, yeah, man, I'll hang back. If anyone comes in, I'll... I'll do it. I remember one of the guys like, hey, man, I just got 20 people come in. 20 people. And I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking bring it on. <laughs> and then, like, the kitchen would just be fucked up. Like, by the time I was done. And I'd be like, look, they can only order from this side, not this side. And I'd smash it all out. It'd take a bit of time. 
say to them, like, you know, this, this, and this. Some of them, like, they'd come in, they'd order minimal things. Like, they just want to hang out and have a couple of drinks, and I'd do that. And um, I remember just looking at the kitchen, it was just like, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> I have to clean up all over again. I'm, I'm I'm not like that. Like, as in, I know personally, like, you get, get to 9 o'clock, 9.15, my thing is, is kitchen shut? How far away is and that's it? Then I got to the point where it was like, they're like, oh, this girl's like, she's like, oh, I've just sat too. I'm like, do you not see me in like motorbike jacket, jeans, stoves off, everyone's having a beer in their hand. Do you, do you not fucking see that? Oh, I've just sat him and tell him to fuck off. That's your problem. <laughs> yeah. And I remember she went to them and she came back and the guy's like, he wants to speak to you. I'm like, yeah, cool. And the guy did the old, do you know who I am? I'm like- no. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I've got no idea. I'm so-and-so. And I'm like- Hang on. To be fair, did you know who he was? I had no idea. <laughs> the name the name had no, like- I'm like, can someone Google fucking old mate's name so we can look, like, in case I get fucking shanked on the way out of here? And I remember he's like, look, if you, if you know what's good for you, you got to make me this steak or I'm going to shut you down. And I'm like, it's not my restaurant, so I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> Um, I like, do you see the motorbike jacket? Home time. <laughs> <laughs> Home time. And he's like, I can't believe you're speaking to me like this. And I'm like, well, you, you asked me to come over. I'm off the clock. I'm talking to you properly. Like, look, I'm really sorry. If you want to come in tomorrow, I'd be my guest. Come in tomorrow when we're open. I go, but on the door it says, you know, close at 11 o'clock. Yeah. And they came in at 11.45. Like, the drinks would finish at 1. Oh, give me a so break. So you could get just- people to come in, like, they could drink, but there'd be no food. Yeah. Like, they want food. Well, I'm not dealing with that. Tell them Uber Eats. Yeah. There wasn't any Uber Eats. <laughs> no Uber Eats. What did we do before Uber Eats? Um, Just be hungry. Like, you'd call your mate up and like, hey, can you go past so-and-so and pick up some Maccas? Seriously, man. It was all just Maccas runs. Bell Street Maccas. Yeah. Ugh. It was all just Bell Street Maccas. It was all KFC runs. Like, Uber Eats was not a thing. No. And I feel like I feel like Uber Eats is actually destroying the industry a bit. Why? Just charging too much, like as in I, cut, as in fucking the margin up for yeah. restaurants. So you got to like start charging more. You got to like I know during the pandemic, like maybe I reckon it did save a lot of businesses. Yeah, like because you could order from them but, during during the pandemic, man. Yeah. I made a point of ordering at least one meal a week from. But you you are better off calling up the restaurant. Like if if anything ever happens again, people just call the restaurant up and be like, "Hey, can I order?" Yes, like and just go to town. Order as much fucking food as you can because you'll be helping them. Don't order via Uber Eats. If Uber Eats is your last fucking option, fair enough if you can't go anywhere. But try, jump in the car, take away, go grab it, two seconds, glove up, mask up, whatever you got to fucking do if you're shitting yourself. (laughs) Glove up. And just go get it. And, like, that'll help them out so much. That'll help them, like, that'll help them out so much. They don't have to pay Uber. They don't have to fucking pay, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. Paying cash as well. Cash. Paying cash, okay, it'll help him out so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hang on, let me ask you a question. With these restaurants, right, how many of them would be run and operated by, as in, not just op- uh, owned, but like, how often would you actually find a chef that owned the joint? Um, Being his own kitchen sort Not of often, and if he did own the joint, he was on his way out of there. Like, Really? Pay- yeah, they'd like some guys are coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like you'd never really see it. You'd never really see a chef owner operator. You'd see chef owner operator and like his four other mates, all named Tony. 
<laughs> it'd be like, there's a table over there. Just take their order and make sure they don't pay. You know, it'd be like that. And then eventually they'd be like, they'd be like, you know, they they would all own the restaurant. He'd get the money from somewhere. Yeah. And then he'd be like, oh, look, I'm selling it. I can't deal. Like, it's too much money or it's too much of this. And there'd always be like that one guy who does everything and everyone else is just kicking back, just getting the, those returns. Yeah. I just, I find it that hard to believe that so many restaurants are run on like shoestring budgets or like run that tight. Well, once again, this is what I've seen. Like, someone could come in next I'm gonna week. I'm going to bring in another chef and just this see what be, he like, says. Like, nah, he was full of shit. Yeah, you could get the other guy and be like, oh, man, what's wrong with this kid? No, but this is exactly what I've seen. I've seen tight budgets, tight margins. Get rid of this guy. Don't call this guy until the, this specific time. It was always really difficult, like, when I was going through it. I remember just, like, you'd have – it was one of the restaurants, busy service, 10 people in there. During prep, there'd be fucking two of us. You know, like, bro, we've got to cut these people. Like, you know, old mate's just bought a Porsche. And he needs to- <laughs> <laughs> His missus is driving around in a Porsche, and he's like, I need you to cut it. Cut yeah. it. Tell Tony not to come in next week. Yeah, need to uh, make some repayments, so you got to get – can't have this guy here anymore. Like, it, it, hell, stuff like that. And just still telling people, I think – like, you know, like, Gordon Ramsay Kitchen Nightmares is, like, the best example of, like, when they're in there. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, there's three-day-old, no, like, a three-year-old fucking box of ice cream yeah, or, yeah. like, pasta and that. And I've seen that. And I'm, I've walked in there, like, what is this? Oh, it's prep. Okay, from when? <laughs> we don't know. Easter last year. Like, there's been times where, like, what's this prep from? I don't know. Okay. When was the last time pest control was in? I don't know. And, like, where's this from? I don't know. Who's your supplier? Oh, we don't know. So the guy, the, the person that was a chef beforehand just, like, quit and you guys don't know anything. Yep. And there'd be a stack of paperwork, like, bills are un- unpaid. No one's getting paid. No one's, like, and you're like, how the fuck are you guys still here? Like, what? Like, there'd be some sort of, like, cash coming in and co- going out of somewhere. Yeah. So a lot of places would be like that. Yeah. I'm sad. Are you sad? I am. Oh, man. Like, I... The, the other thing is, I'll never work for a Greek. Oh, dude, I've said it over and over again. You don't work with Greeks or family because Greeks will treat you like family. Yes. And they fuck you over yes. regardless. Yes, they're like, oh, I thought we were family. Yeah. It's just 100 bucks for a 14-hour shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, even, oh, man. The worst is when, because I deal with a lot of Greeks now, and the worst is when it's like, literally, what's your name? Dim. Oh, Dimitri. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, like, where are you from? Like. Clayton. They, they go to tell you how many cousins they've got named Dimitri. And then, Clayton. I'm from Clayton. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And then and then exactly that. They start with the sweet talking shit. Like, they're going to find common grounds. Like, mate, just pay your bill. Did, did you ever go to George Columbaris' Sulaki shop? Uh, Hellenic, uh, Hellenic Republic? No, no. Just he had some Sulaki shop going, going on. And all the souvenirs. Oh, um, Jerry. Um, uh, what's it called? Fucking. And his souvenirs were named after. Jimmy Grant. Yeah. And his souvenirs were named after the boats and shit. And my mom saw it, she goes, huh? He's making money off this? I'm like, yep. She's like, nah. Did you ever have that suvo? I bought my mum one and she's like, did this guy boil the meat and then like cook it on? I'm like, maybe. She goes, yeah, this is boiled. Like, I, one time I went to Jimmy Grant's and it was the one in Brunswick. He's not going to call us after this, is he? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Let him come down and find me. He's not, he's not going to come down. He came down and man, no, as in, he came down. I went to. I got invited to Jimmy Grant's in Brunswick, man, by my my first broker. Yeah, right. My first mortgage broker, and he's my broker was like a white guy who had a Vietnamese missus, 
and he he'd seen the underbelly. He'd worked as like a, a dishy, you know, for some of these restaurants that ended up becoming massive sort of fucking franchises. Yeah. So he'd seen the underbelly of a lot of shit. Really grounded guy. It was really, really grounded. And he took me to Jimmy Crant's as a thank you for because I got him some extra business, you know, like flicked a couple clients to him. Sit down. Is I'm like order this fucking suvo. It's like an open plate, whatever. Have a bite. I'm like it's all right. Okay, not it's, the best. So it's pretty, pretty fusiony if you ask me. Yeah. It's like yeah. I go, what's this worth? And he gets some of the prices, and I flipped. Would you fucking serious? I go, why don't we just go down the road to Jim's Tavern and just fucking have some of the prices? I'm yeah. Like, what the? And he fuck? goes, mate, look around you. Look at these. And he's, he's saying it in there. He goes, look at these fucking yuppies in here. They got no idea what a suvo <laughs> is. They're going to pay whatever they fucking have in front of them. They don't give a fuck. I'm like, yeah. That's Jimmy Grant's. Man, I love going to A1 Bakery. If you ever go down Sydney Road. Like, I need to go. I've got go, Dandy A1 go, Bakery. Go in the morning. Go, Zata. <laughs> go in the morning before all the fucking hippies come in there. Like, oh, my God. Like, have you ever had this stuff? Just get out of the way. Can man. I have some of the lachme? <laughs> lachme? What's lachme? Lachme. <laughs> oh, dude. I, There's I, an A1 in Dandy I used to go I to. miss. I miss being in Greece and I miss having a, a two euro suvo that's just wrapped I up. Talk, and like, I talk that suvo up all the time. Oh, dude, it's so good. And it's like, everyone's like, oh, lamb, yeah. I'm like, no, it's, this is pork. Pork. They're like, I thought it was lamb. No. Like, no, it's not lamb and it's not fucking Windex. It's pork, guys. Lamb is too expensive in Greece. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they stuff it with chips because it's too bad for me. Everyone's like, I remember going to the island and my mate just smashed down suvo. It's like, what's for dinner? You know what's for dinner, You man. walk out of the club at two in the morning. It's like, I'm not going to have a suvo on the way home. I know that place and you've been to Santorini, yeah? Yeah. So that one, that's the main sort of like you shop and he's got like- In the main street. Yeah. Poorly, whatever. Like I remember being there like three in the morning, just yeah. like, what do you want? And I'm like, just everything. Just yeah. give me- I remember Mykonos coming back before like you hit the cobblestone, like actual central bit, with the buses and shit I never are. went to Mykonos. There's a central bit where the buses are. I was staying right behind there. And I remember like coming back from some club and just walking there and there's like a little pop-up. You yeah. know what I mean? Like- yeah, yeah, I'm going to have suvos before I go to bed. You know what I mean? I remember just walking back to, going to, catching the bus to the airport, holding all these suvos. <laughs> the guy's like, you're right. I'm like, yeah. I'm right. actually, I want a suvo now because I haven't had one in a while. So what would you, which one would be the better one at Oakley? Which, have you ever? Oh, from Oakley? Yeah. Which one's your go-to there? I used to go to Mythos. Yep. But Mythos is very salty. Okay. All right. It's very um yeah it's it's good it was usually pretty fresh but it's too salty pick and miss man um Mega Heroes is actually pretty good okay Mega Heroes is weird because they actually do the big Aussie style sort of suvos not just little chips the, the one shit. with the old pita bread style yeah, 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 remember yeah, those yeah. ones and you get the calamaki in it yeah, yeah. and they charge you like fifteen bucks <laughs> <laughs> um Mega Heroes is actually pretty decent Odyssey the meat changed too many times over the last 10 years yep. I don't trust it I got sick one of the last times so I'm like yeah, is, that, is that Calimera? Calimera's on the top end Calimera okay. is the nouveau version of all the suvos it's very um, it used to be the cleanest like the less oil and shit it was good at first when I went when it and first then I went came again out, it was like nah mm. and now I don't go there man yeah. it's just it's just not right Odyssey next to Calimera was good Odyssey man used to be in the hub of, of Oakley like right in the corner it was there for years, right? That big corner shop. I'd never had a suvo there because every time I'd get there at like two, three o'clock, they'd be out of meat. Yeah. The guy would be gone. Shut. I'm like, what do you mean, man? He's like, no, we're done. Meet Me used to be my go-to back in the day. Nah. And there was a day when I was at uni, I went there and I'm and I, my mate's like, can you give me some hummus? I'm like, yeah, man. And he's like, this hummus tastes bad. And I tasted it. 
and it was off. And I was like, okay. And um, I went and I said to the guy, oh, look, this is off. I know it's off. Like, yeah. I'm happy for you to just replace. I'm not going to say give me my fucking money. Just replace it with a fresh one. It's like, you're a fucking liar. It tastes fine. Like, fully fucking dipped his finger into it, tasted it. And he's like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm going to take it back now. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So give me a fresh one because you just fucking finger blast my armors. And he's like, ah, get out of here. And I'm like, okay, cool. Here's your money for you. for the food. We'll see you later. I've never gone back there again. Yeah, no, nah, I knew one of the guys that worked in the actual kitchen and it was good until they started changing meat supplies or some shit. Then I just stopped, man. Yeah. I've got to make a Euros, man. Or Orixie. The new Orixie at the top. It's, it's good. I wonder what it's like to work there. <laughs> I knew a guy that um, I've only known. Well, hang on. When you when you go into the back of these kitchens, it's all like these Greek kitchens. It's always relatives in the back. Oh, standard. And it's standard. Like, and it's like you're you're looking at you're staring at your auntie. Like yeah, like just three there. generations of family. Yeah, she's like seventy eight, like bending over the sink washing lettuce. The fuck, you still doing it? Oh, they had no one to come in, so, you I know, have to help. I have to help collect my pension and work here, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, ha- like, I have to help. Yeah, You I, can't hire someone to fucking do it. No, we have to. Like, I need to be here. And it's like, yeah. How many, how many suvos do they need to sell to cover this woman's salary, man? I look at it, and I'm like, haven't these people been through enough? I mean, <laughs> like, you've obviously asked him for a, like, The irony is that she came from Greece, <laughs> built it up. So her grandson could have a business. And it's funny enough, like, the grandson is just packing up and going back to Greece while they're stuck here. <laughs> he's, like, he's driving his WRX out the back. Yeah, he's like, where's Salta? He packed up and he's moved back to Greece. I'm like, what? Are you guys coming for a better life? <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> he's out of here. He's holiday Oh, man. Do you want to get a Subo? Honestly. I mean, I'll grab one. I haven't had dinner yet, and I've got a lot of work to actually do tonight. So I'm happy to get a Subo if you'd like. Yeah. Um, Any questions else you want to ask? Did, we, did I touch base on it? Like, I'm not, someone's going to message you and be like, I hope no one's like, this guy's full of shit. But like, legitimate. Like, this is, happy for anyone to message me on Instagram. Like, I'll fucking send you photos. <laughs> I'll send anyone photos of the chimichurri being cleaned and me saying fuck off, uh, the contracts that I've had. If you want some good recipes, hit me up. Like, I've got- that's a question. Recipes, yeah. right? You ever published anything? I don't want to. Why? You know what? I feel like because they're my babies. Okay, but you know what, man? I've got a recipe that uh, it's really good, and I fucking, it's a chili oil recipe. And then at some point in it, there's like two, I add two big tubs of fucking barbecue sauce in it. What? Chili oil? And that's- my way of fucking up someone's recipe when they steal it from me. Okay, but so what we, are they stealing if you're not planning so like, on doing anything with so it? So when I go into a restaurant, I'd like, you know, I'd take my recipe book in there or whatever. And I found out, got to a point, like, I remember one of the chefs, one of my head chefs started stealing my recipes. And he started like, oh, this is mine. And I remember sitting there like, no, it's mine. Like, no, no, no. Like, it, it ensued into like a big argument in the kitchen. I was doing my own Big Mac sauce. And then he'd like add whatever into it, and he'd be like, "Oh, this is mine." I'm like, "Man, I bought all these ingredients. I used nothing in this kitchen. Yeah, it's all mine." And it got to a point where there was a chili sauce that he wanted that I made, and he's like, "Oh, this is fucking brilliant!" And I'm like, "Yeah." yeah, yeah. He goes, "Can you make more?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I will." I printed out the recipe, and straight at the bottom, two big fucking tubs of uh, barbecue sauce slammed into it. So you would do all the prep, you would do all the fucking work. Then you get right and to the end, it. and then you'd fuck it up. 
Yeah. You would absolutely just destroy this chili oil that you spent so much money making. Yeah. And he, I know he stole it because there was a day when he's like, this doesn't taste right. And I'm like, what'd you do? I oh, tried making your chili sauce. I'm like, I never gave you the recipe. Yeah, I took it out of your book. Uh, what do you mean the book that I take home with me every night? Like, I would leave nothing in there. Like, if you're going to, like, hey, can I have your recipe? Ask me. Yeah, yeah, man, you can take it. Like, here you go. No problems. But if you're fucking sitting there, like, taking photos of my shit, like, fuck off. I've worked hard on this. The reason why I'm asking is I get that whole baby thing, right? It's like with me producing music. When cunts used to rip off my beats and yeah. rip off my sounds, I'm like, you fuckwits. Like, I've well, worked. you've worked fucking I've worked hard. my balls off to yeah. get this, and you've just come in and <laughs> sampled it, right? I get that. At the same time, you're not planning on doing anything with it. Yeah, but it's still mine. So why don't you sell it? It's still mine. Like digital, digital, digital book. Uh, no, it's it's the fact that I worked that 38 hours and then worked that fucking overtime to make more recipes for someone. And, you know, it's just, it's it's my hard work. I've put a lot of- So why don't you make a digital book and sell it? I don't want to. Why not? You know, Money. Like, like, you can only, only chefs will understand what I've got on it. I get it. I understand. I don't. I don't have the time to be like first chop these onions and do this. Like it's just recipe listed out. Do you want to see my recipes, man? There's just maybe ingredients <laughs> if you're lucky. My- and I know that one ingredient has about four ingredients behind it. Yeah. 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 I get it. It's shorthand. It's industry sh- shorthand. I get it. Yeah. Let's see if I can find this. Oh, here we go. This no guy. dick fix, man. No. 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 <laughs> I don't want to get you jealous. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, let's see. Um, here we go. Um, oh yes. Okay. So here's the guy that was always in the office, right over here. You can just see him, just like texting, just chilling, and you can see all around him how dirty. Oh, well, I'm looking is. at a photo of a dude texting in a dirty kitchen. Yep. Okay. That, that's. And that was my gif at the bottom where he's clapping. Yeah. So he would do nothing. Ever in there. Yeah. Um, his, what else have we got? Trying to find, ah, here it is. So when I told you washing the chicken, he's washing it. And I'm like, no. I'm like, no. He's actually washing. Yeah, he's washing the chicken. He's absolutely washing the chicken. And so- like, this is me trying to fucking clean this cunt still on the phone. Check out the time on the top right. Uh, 20 past 11. Yeah. And, like, guys. So, like, who's that guy in the back? Uh, he got fired a week after I left the joint. Was he a head chef or just yeah, a random? head chef. Like, this is me walking into work and this is shit everywhere. That's how you walked in? This is how I walked so in. So, all there. that shit's been sitting out? Like, yeah, yeah. So, the- tortillas go dry after, after, after a while. minutes, man. So, <laughs> you, you, gotta you cut- open up a pack and, like... <laughs> Just little, little bits and pieces like that would happen. How do you feel, like, getting it all off your chest? I feel like I've got... I've, I feel like I came in unprepared a little bit. I feel like I, there's so nah. much more. I've got... I don't know. Like, the one thing that resonates with me is the first kitchen I worked at and them telling me to, to fire one of my friends. So, like, I can't get over that ever. Like, it's it was almost 15 years ago, the beginning of my career, and, like, his mum died, right? And they're like, you need to fire him. And I'm like, no. Well, you know, we'll fire you. I'm like, I'm happy to step out of here. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to fucking call the guy. And like, and they were adamant. They're like, oh, we've got to have a meeting about this. Was it a big joint? Yeah. 
like, they're like, we're going to have a meeting about this. I'm like, there's no fucking meeting to have. And like being young, they're sitting there telling me, you know, you just don't understand. You're too little. And I'm like, no, I understand what's right and wrong at this stage. I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah. But like, as it went on, I kept getting that you're too little. You don't understand. I'm like, I'm in my twenties. How am I fucking little? That part still resonates with me, like deep, deeply, like a little bit like, I think about it every now and again, like fire this guy because he just, his mum just passed away. I'm like, that's fucking stupid. That's everywhere, but. Dude, like it was, he, he wasn't at work for one fucking shift and he called them and he said, I'm not coming in because this and this has happened. Yeah. And they were adamant, like you get rid of him. Man, the last two years, I've had four days off. Yeah. Four days off in the last, I've worked for two different companies, yeah. right? In the last two years, I've had four days off. Two of those days were because I moved apartments. Yeah. So I got given twice. So yeah. I got given one day off yeah. to move my house yeah. on my own. Yeah. And the other two days were for family reasons. There was- As in like, here's an incident. Yeah. Oh, what? So you didn't get to sleep till very late. All right, we'll give you the next day off. Yeah. But you'll make it up, of course. There was also, so with that part, there was a restaurant that I went to that I also wanted to work for. Actually, it was the same fucking restaurant as I spoke about before. Had my interview with him, and he's like, oh, you got a missus? Yep. And he's like, ah, oh, say she's in labor. What's, uh, what's, what are you going to do? I'm going to get up and tell everybody in there, hey, guys, sorry, but i got to go. Ah, oh, it's not good enough. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and then, then he goes to proceed and he goes, all right, let me ask you another question. Say your mom passes away, what are you going to do? And then in this in, in this meeting room, like, all hell break loose. I'm like, are you okay? Like, is this the standard that you guys are running? That's insane, man. And I told my partner about it. She goes, no. I'm like, yeah. She's like, you're lying. I'm like, no, it, it happened. I sent him a text message, received a text message back, and he's like, I was just asking you a question. And that I was like, no. It was just, I'm like, how come this shit is, like, I'm hoping somebody else has gone through something as equal as stupid as this, like just stupidity that kicks off in people's minds. It's just so toxic and it just sounds like it's so rampant. I don't understand why no one's actually been pulled up about it. Like I feel like when I was in this interview, he knew that I wasn't going to get hired. So he just decided to ask dumb fucking questions. So what are yeah, you going to do? Yeah. yeah, just to fuck with my head and say this and this is. And they still gave me a shitty contract afterwards. <laughs> I think they did it to see if I would fucking sign it. When you say shitty, how shitty? Like, you know, like 40 grand a year. To Man, be, at forty grand, how many sh- Okay, how many kitchen hands would you say would be on that forty grand sort of thing? A lot. Okay, then how could they possibly be running under every fucking week? Literally just buying a portion, just running out of like not selling as much food as they thought. You know, you still got front of house, you still got debts to pay, you still got like, rent to pay. I get pay. that, but surely you accommodate for that when you do a budget, like and, and a business plan. Yeah, you would, but nothing always goes to plan. Well, no, but that's the fault. That's 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 business. You figure yeah. it out. Yeah, you do. But you, some places just keep going with it, and then eventually they make their money back up. You know, they they kick off again. I don't understand how it just sounds so uh, doomed from the start. Like there's no point getting into hospitality. I feel sorry for all the places that started at the beginning of COVID. Yeah. Like I know a couple of coffee shops that kicked off, and they're like, "Oh, we've just opened," and I'm like, "Then they're gone now." Like, yeah, I got. Uh, I know a kid that he was. Own, he just literally started a business, like, uh, fuck, man, a couple months before I started at my last job, yeah. and then COVID kicked in, like, six months later. Yeah. Gone. I, I know some people that have absolutely thrived during COVID, and they've they've just done a really good job of it, and then there's some people that's just absolutely failed because they couldn't bring in the customers. 
like even just a normal coffee shop, just yeah. like, yeah, we're closing, all that sort of stuff. And during that time, a lot of places, a lot of places closed and a lot of places didn't pay their staff. Yeah. You know, so there were people that were owed thousands and unfortunately everybody loses when it comes to something like that. I'm hoping it kicks off again and we can all get the fuck out of here and like, you know, go to restaurants and do what we want and have fun. But, you know, it's work work from home for the time being. I'm just trying to think. If I go for cuisine right now, what would it be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we go to any restaurant anywhere, what I would actually eat. I don't know, but you What know- did you go to? Like if you go to buy something. Again, Mexican. Nah, I'd go for noodles. Really? Yeah, I go. There's this place in my house. I go get Indonesian. I get this stuff like Iga Bakar. It's just. Um, well, so you're not a Singapore noodles man? Nah. <laughs> With like, sweet and sour pork. <laughs> I, I do love like just sweet and sour chicken. Like, I love that like shitty fucking sweet and sour honest, chicken. I'll be honest, man. Like, okay, so wait, what's your favorite Southeast Asian? If you had to pick a cuisine, Southeast Asian generally, where would you go? Indo? Fuck, I can't pick one. Come on, man. Like, I want Igabaka from Indonesia, and I want to go to, like, Supperin and get, you know, duck or something like that. I was at Supperin, uh, like... What'd you get? A year, it was, <laughs> a year ago? No, it was before... It was just after the first lockdowns ended. What'd you get? I don't remember. It was um some sort of squid dish, maybe. Oh, like a Szechuan chicken sort of yeah. thing, and, you know, just a plate of rice and just little shit like that. It'd be good. I like Szechuan chicken. Szechuan chicken's good. I like being hammered and just walking up and supper in, supper in. Like, especially after a shift, that'd just be absolutely ripped and like, yeah, I'm going to get chicken. The supper in, man, I, I waited for years to go there. I used to see the tabella from Lonzo Street. Yeah. In the car. I'm like, man, I want to eat there one day. Yeah. And everyone, whoever I'd be with was like, nah, we're not doing that. I'm like, why not? It looks disgusting. I'm like, how can you tell? Like, we're not even inside yet. Like, I think like random eating moments, like after going, yeah. like, closing the kitchen, getting hammered. And then trying to find something to eat at four in the morning. It'd either be like 7-Eleven or McDonald's. Nah, 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 nah. If you're in the bad. CBD, you're going to find something. Back in the day. Like, there was nothing open. No, oh, no. Nah. Nobody We're was in open. our 30s now. We're nearly 40. <laughs> That's I me- the best part. I remember my mate Adrian. Oh, China bro. bar, bro. Oh, fuck China bar. I remember- What's my- wrong with China bar? <laughs> it's not that good. Hang on. Look, wait a second. Wait a second, all right? China bar is not that good, but- If you're desperate. It's consistent and they're open fucking late. Yeah. If they're not 24 hours. I, I do like Shujinko, the ramen joint next to China Bar. I had ramen in Adelaide, yeah. actually, and it was the first time I had ramen in years. Yeah. There's a good ramen joint in Glen Waverley, which is actually really good. No, is a really good ramen joint? Japan. Like, <laughs> You're a you fuck with. Ich, Ichiran, if we're ever allowed okay. on fucking planes again. Hang on. Here's a question. Would you go ramen or pho? Ramen. Why? Just more ramen, more than pho. I've why? had too much pho this year. That's why. Okay. See, this is the thing. Ramen is good because there's more shit in it. Yeah. All right. Like generally, as a plate, there's more shit. You got the fucking all the crap, right? But first, just like, just I don't know. There's something comforting about it. Yeah. You know? It's just this big fucking bowl of broth, dude. Like you know when you go into a Japanese restaurant, the person's like, "Hi, how are you?" Like you know, in their language, and they yeah. just make you feel welcome at home. Oh no, Vietnamese. And then you go Vietnamese. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Two? Well, yeah, take a seat. It was, <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? Over there. I'm like, yeah, cool. You got to pay. They just stare at you. I remember like a backpack through Vietnam. Have you gone to Vietnam? Yeah. But- All right. So, you know when you go to a restaurant or whatnot and you just see the guy casually <laughs> throw all the rubbish onto the floor of the restaurant and you're like, what the fuck? And like, you're like, oh, I can do that too. 
Like, and you just like seeing him clean off a chicken bone and just throwing it on the floor. <laughs> and you're like, geez. I'm like, what's going on? And the lady's like, ah, oh, nothing dirty on the table. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> uh, that was a, that was a shock for me. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just throwing it like whatever. Yeah, it's fine. I like Vietnam, man. The best meal I've had in Southeast Asia was in Vietnam. You know, like when you first week of Southeast Asia, when I first my first trip out there, I went to Indonesia, and um, you're staying with mates, right? So you eat as they eat. You don't fucking overeat. You don't reach into a fridge, you know. And by the time we left, I was starving. We we're there for a week, so we get to Malaysia, pick up another dude on the way, like one of our mates, and we get to Vietnam. We land. So what's first? Like, you know, what's first? Like, we're going to go to the hotel. We're going to shower. Then we're going to go find somewhere to fucking eat. All right, there's three of us. We go to the first joint we find, like, no Westerners in there, right? So it's all just, you know, Asians. Go in. They get this kid. His name's Tran. I still remember it because I used to do my impression of Tran Long. So the first yep. kid we yep. meet yep. is Tran. And I'm losing it. I'm like, oh, look, it's Tran. No English. I'm like, it's fine. We'll get along fine. Okay, give me a menu. Okay, can you, like, I look at him and I go, Six, you know, and I pointed at like the beers, six Coronas. And he's like, six? And I'm like, yeah, six. He's like, all right. I just start pointing at shit like a king, you know, and just like this, six. He's like, six. I'm like, that's six main meals. Yeah, bring six. Dude, we were in there for two hours. I was just hammering down like just, yeah, they got a team out, man. They literally had two more helpers for him and they just kept bringing dishes. We ate like fucking pigs. Bill came to about $14 each. Yeah. I lost my shit. I'm like, this is incredible. Fucking incredible. I remember we went when the, the Australian dollar was on par with the American. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I was like, how much? Did you say 22 bucks? Yeah. Okay, I got this, guys. I got yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, got, I got this. But one. when we get to back to Melbourne, just remember <laughs> fucking pay for this. We rode north to south on our motorbikes. Yeah. And like you said, we ended up somewhere, some hotel. I'm like, do you have hot water? And she's like, what do you think I don't speak English or something? And I'm like, do you have hot water? Yeah, go ahead, go check it. And I remember not, not showering properly for fucking days. Like, we, we're in rivers and stuff. They're like, yeah, shower here. We had tour guys. Yeah, shower here. I'm like, and it was surreal because we're fucking in this clean river. There's just elephants chilling over there, just having a spray as well. And yeah. I'm like, well, this is a bit surreal. But I remember just like, do you have hot water? Yep, get changed, get dressed. Find food because we didn't eat for days. Yeah. I remember just like we were in some village and they're like, what do you want? And we're like, food. And the lady's like, oh, yeah, anything? Yeah, anything. And we see her go in the back, grab a pig, slam the pig into the ground and just start cutting into it. No shit. And I remember just like just staring at it. She's just cutting it straight away, did what she did, and she's like, oh, it'll be half an hour. And we're like, okay. Best pork I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, bad. I had um, be- I'll tr- I'll credit that trip for opening up my palate and yep. letting me like suss out curries and shit. When I got to Cambodia, Cambodia was rural as fuck compared to Vietnam back then. It was yeah. two thousand eight. So we did Nam after five six days, get acclimatized to that. You know what I mean? Indonesia's fucking western as fuck. Yeah. So we finally get to Cambodia, and it's like there's nothing on the menu but curries and chilies. You know what I mean? Like that's it. I'm like. All right, this is where we're at. Um, Cambodia, man. Did you do Cambodia? Tell me. No, I ended up not going to Cambodia. We ended up opting to go to Laos. Yeah, La- it was either Laos or Cambodia for did us. You, did you go to Tubing? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. We did, we did, yes. 
we, I don't know why we didn't. We okay, so we went tubing. Like, we had no idea what tubing was, and we get there, and, mate, it was – I've never been so drunk in my life. <laughs> uh, you jump in the tube, and you go bar to bar, and, yeah. like, you're going to have to YouTube all these old photo videos because they don't do it anymore. It, um, They outlawed it because there was – a lot of people were dying, and there was a yeah. stage where when we went, 60 Minutes was there, and some Australian bloke just passed away. He got swept under the currents there and disappeared. And I remember, I'm like, what are you, I'm talking to the reporter, I'm like, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, we're just doing, I'm like, you guys are so far away. Yeah. And um, it, the people there were great, the cuisine was good, but like, it was one of those places where it shouldn't have been, it, that whole, it was, it was like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> like, it should not be there at all. Like, yeah. I know I was helping out everybody, but like, there were so many people struggling to, like, I need a doctor. <laughs> And we need antibiotics. We need Panadol. We need this. We need to go somewhere. And then the doctor was like a seventeen-year-old kid in some little shack. They're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Just put put salt on it or something." And I'm like, <laughs> "Iodine, just I, burn everything." It was it was weird. Like, man, out. I think about it now. Some of the sketchy shit I had in in like Thailand, especially as well. Like Did some you, of the Mekong whiskey. Yeah. Do you ever like? Yeah, yeah. Like it had a snake in it, or it had dude. Like, when and that was in- the first thing that I've I've ever like been like you know growing up Greek we never saw that stuff and then going overseas what the fuck is going on here yeah I think um it was PP Island or Copenhagen one of the two it would have been both it doesn't matter I'm just trying to remember as a change of pace I got some Mekong whiskey bucket or some shit and I remember having like I don't know a couple sips you know five six sips as you as you're in and I'm just like I'm not feeling well I'm just like this is not right. Yeah. Something is not right in this. It's like fuel. Like, it's fucking fuel. Like, petrol. And I remember feeling really fucked up for the rest of the night. It, um, yeah, you're right about it. It just, it wasn't okay. It's like a little bit hallucinogenic. Yeah. You don't know where you were. You don't know what was going on. And then you start questioning the next day. You know what I want to eat right now? <laughs> the fucking fried chicken. It wasn't even fried. It was like charcoal chicken in Thailand, off the streets in Phi Island. I never had that. Come on, man! I never had it in Pepe Island, right in the middle. Are you, of the talking, are you just talking about the lady with the with the with the cart just cooking whatever? Yeah. Like all I remember from that is the squid and the chicken hearts. There was never any like grilled chicken. No, 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 no. Where the main hub in Pepe Island is, where the little boxing ring is, where like they do all the Muay Thai fights between yeah. internationals, yeah. Like, tourists and shit. Yeah. Right outside of that, there was like a store. There was a couple stores that were like permanent, semi-permanent, and they just had. Fucking like rows of like chicken, fried shit. You don't remember it? No. Yeah. Just fried meat on sticks, man. I was drunk. And half there was the big butia, like big chicken fucking thighs and wings. I remember KFC in one of those nah, islands. Nah, 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 nah. I remember what was the what was the um the supermarket called in Thailand? Te- it was like there was there was a te- there was a Tesco on one of these islands that I went to. <sighs> I don't know, dude. There was. A- I, I haven't been a man. Thailand, I went to, last time I went to Thailand was 2013. It's would been a go, while. Would you go back? Thailand? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. would. I think I'm done with Thailand. Like, I went twice. I've been twice. Yeah. But- Did, did the full moon, got I really did, trashed. I woke did full up, moon twice. Woke up confused, like, in some area, and then, like, ended up- going You know to what, some- but man? The full moon I, is a testament. I love, the, I love the full moon parties, and I would probably go back with an even better- If I had better company, I reckon I'd probably love it even more. Yeah. Um. Full moon party, and I say this full, wholeheartedly, full moon party is one of the experiences that you have to do, especially if you're a traveler and you're young yeah. and you're into your music as well. Yeah. 
just because it's an experience. You're on the fucking ocean. Like, you're at the, the, the hub of the island. You're in the beach, surrounded by jungle, tunes nonstop. You know what I mean? Every 100 meters is a different DJ, different sound. And I think the best part is, like, when the sun comes up, everyone's just calm, relaxed. Yeah. Everyone's like, woo, yeah. Because we got through the night. Yeah, like, go sun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did it. But, and- you, you know, you look up and there's just tables of booze and food and locals just pumping it to you like fucking sun. Like, fight. You know, like. Yeah. It's just. And I, man, I rate, and I rate for, like, people say to me, well, when I used to call Mykonos trash. And, yeah. like, how can you say that? How can you say that? I go, I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because I've been to Copenhagen. I've been to Vegas. I've been to Ibiza. I've been to fucking Amsterdam. Yeah, I've I've done them. Like name the bigger party islands in in you know locations in in the world. You, dude, going to like Santorini and going to like there was always a bunch of like smartasses from Melbourne or Sydney. And nah, like, and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Calm down. Yeah, like you, just have a good time, relax. Yeah, you go anyway. It's like, dude, I'll still remember uh, uh, Cambodia. We're in CM Reap, rural as fuck. There's women with bigger baskets paving the fucking roads, right? Yeah. Paving gravel. And we're standing there waiting for a tuk-tuk to rock up. And these Americans just rock up. And you can spot the Americans from all over. Oh, yeah. Big white fucking sneakers, big board shorts and shit, wearing a college top. And I just remember standing there and they're just looking around and they find this mall that's just popped up. I was like, hey, man, there's a mall over there. <laughs> hey, there's a burger shack there. We should get a burger. And the other guy, yeah, that'd be great. Let's go get a burger. I'm just like- Fuck me, bro. You're in fucking Cambodia. Leave it at home for five seconds. <laughs> I remember. So we had a we had an apartment in um, Laos. Yeah. And everyone knew us because well, I don't think we were rowdy, but we just went nuts because it was our first time being there. And we had yeah. all this. We had, st- like, I think it was Kip, the stacks of cash. And like a hundred bucks would get you like, Bags. I don't know. Like, just, yeah, you'd be carrying all this money. And you're like, I don't know, fucking want it. And you just tip everyone. Yeah. And there was a time when, like, I just, I went at it all day, all night, and I passed out in some club, bar. And I remember just, like, these people just taking me. I was like, oh, I'm getting robbed. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and it was the owner of the apartment that we'll stay in at. He's like, good thing I found you, fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so, I was so far gone that night. We had to leave the next morning, and my mate Adrian, God bless your soul, fucking packed up my bags, um, packed up my suitcase, whatever the fuck we had there, and threw me onto the bus. And I remember waking up at the airport, and because we were late for the plane, they called our name over the speaker, and I'm like, they know what we did. We're in so much trouble. And I'm like, come, I was still drunk. I'm like, calm down, man. We're just late. And then we gave through, um, through the gate, and they're like, you, stop. Oh, I didn't do anything. They rip out the sunblock. You couldn't take anything over oh, 15 yeah, mils. Yeah. You can't take this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's good. <laughs> if I t- did I tell you what happened to me in Thailand? No. All right. I'll tell you what. We'll wrap it on this because I'm getting hungry. Mm. All right. We'll make this the final story. I'm pretty sure I've told this story on this podcast before, but I will tell you again. All right. Last night, uh, we're in Cambodia and um, we meet a Finnish girl on our way to a club, right? It's me and a girlfriend at the time and a mate of ours, right? Yeah. Meet a Finnish girl on the street because we're looking for this club. She had directions. Finnish girl ends up tacking on to us for the rest of the trip. She comes with us to Thailand. We're in Koh Samui for like a week. Yeah. All right. Last night, we're doing New Year's Eve there. All right. We do the Copenhagen as well. Last night in Samui, I say, let's go get a proper dinner. You know, we'll go all out, like, you know, have a big dinner, go refresh, get our last minute shopping in, all that shit, because we're all splitting up after Samui, basically. Going back to Bangkok, Finnish girl was leaving. And one of our, uh, our mate was leaving like three, four days later. Yeah. So we go out to dinner. 
come back to the, the rooms. We're getting dressed up, dolled up. We're going into some deep and meaningfuls. We're having some drinks. And she's asked me, the Finnish girl's asked me some really deep question about my life or some shit. And I'm like 24, you know what I mean? So I'm stuck going on in this thing. Did you have blonde hair? Yeah, I had long blonde yeah, hair. Okay. Long blonde I, hair. I remember. I remember when you started growing it, but continue. Yeah. So, and um, I've started going into this story and getting really personal about it. And like my girlfriend at the time, like starts laughing. And I'm like, what's so fucking funny? And she's like, oh, she gave me something about like me just going into like some long-winded thing, blah, blah, blah. Like she had, I can't remember what it was. And I've just cracked it. I'm just like, you know what? I don't need to fucking hear this shit. I'm saying, sharing some pretty personal shit here. Fuck this. I go, you can do whatever you want. I'm out. I storm out. I grab my wallet, whatever. I storm out. Mate comes running after me. He goes, mate, you're 100% right. Like, I'm telling you this right now. Like, we were sort of arcing. We were going back and forth the entire trip a bit. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't the best time. But he goes, you're 100% right on this. Don't worry about him. Fuck him. Let's go get fucked up. So we started going to every fucking bar that we could find that we basically avoided the entire time because it was just full of women or like, you know, just seedy areas and yeah. shit. So we'd go to the first one, order a drink, order a shot and a chaser and then move on to the next one. And we just kept doing it, kept doing it. We got fucked up. We get to the last bar and it was the pool joint that we'd been hanging out like the entire trip. Yeah. But then we've gone in at like, you know, I'm, I know I'm fudging the numbers. So let's say we went in at like midnight, you know, quarter to one, uh, 12.30 or something. And we know that they shut at 2 a.m. We know they shut at 1. Yeah. And they've seen, and this is, I only figured this out like years later. They've seen us and they haven't seen the girls with us. So they're like, and this house is just, this this club is pool hall full of madams and girls. That's all it is. Yeah. And my mate had been tuning one of them for a while. So they've seen us come in at like, you know, quarter to 1, 12.30, no women, like nothing. It's like, all right. So they basically locked the door after us. We sat in there just playing drinking games. Like, you know, we're playing Connect Four and shit. Yeah. Getting fucked over by the madam. You know what I mean? Or like some little seven-year-old yeah, that's just exactly. cruised on in. We're losing it. We left there at 2 a.m. Mm. I know they shut at 1. Mm. We went to a club. We had an entourage. We had like eight of these girls ranging from the age of like 17 to fucking 45, 55. Yeah. We've stopped at an ATM before we've hit it, right? Pulled out cash and we've just gone to the club. Walked straight in. I remember just doing shots off like a tray. And then having like a bottle served to me. And then at one point, like I'm necking from this bottle of tequila, pouring it down some bird's throat. Yep. And then looking for my mate to like, hey, look. And then I've turned and he's holding a bottle himself. And we're just like, what the fuck? Fucked up. I get back to the room at like five o'clock, something, you know what I mean? Just storming, like, you know? Girl's like, oh, I'm really sorry, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I just want to go to sleep. We've got a like flight to fucking Bangkok in the morning, transit. Like, no, you know? Dude, I get a call like an hour and 45 minutes later, right? Pick up the phone and it's um the, the front desk asking to fucking see me for some reason, right? <laughs> and I'm like, what? What are you fucking talking about? Like, you know, at the same time, there's a knock on the door. My mate's opened the door. like, my wallet's gone. I'm like, oh, fuck's sakes. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm fucked. We find, like, we find his wallet. He's missing his ATM card. Yeah. Right? We're packing up. He had a girl in there with him as well. My ex, like, fucking, you know, losing her shit, whatever. Like, we're just trying to, I'm just, like, trying to stuff everything in the bag. I go deal with the front desk. We get transit. We get in the cab. Once we got all that done, I've just put my head back, like, in the, in the back of the cab and shut my eyes. And then I've just opened them, like, straight away. I've looked at my mate who's sitting next to me. He's like, like, we're just white. I close my eyes again. Like, I'm just drifting off and I'm having fucking visions, man. Like, visions. 
And I've just, I opened my eyes up again. I've looked at him. He's like, are you all right? I'm like, well, I don't know, man. We get in the cab. We get all the way, like, catch a plane to fucking Bangkok. The whole flight, I was in a state of, like, tremors, man. Like, I couldn't close my eyes because if I was closing my eyes, I'd see you. Yeah. And we're at, like, Barelasi in, in <laughs> Melbourne. Yeah. I'd open it and I'd be woozy and fucking just falling all over the joint. Shut them and, you know, I'm in primary school fucking sitting down or something. And then I'm like, open again, the woozy. This went on for like four days. Two, three days of recovery in Bangkok minimum. Where we got to Bangkok and I was just going from the hotel room downstairs to get soup and then across the road to get Powerade at the fucking 7-Eleven and then back up to my room. See, it could be questionable because some of these places that we did go to in Thailand or Laos or whatever, there was a night where I was just like done, dusted, and we know there was something in the drinks. Like we took some girl's drink, we took something out of there. There was a day where... Like you mentioned now, you could see me when I was younger. Yeah. There was a day where I was like, I looked in the hotel room and I could see my bedroom. Like, yeah. Back at home at my mom's with the Xbox and the carpet and everything. Yeah. And I was, my mate's like, you all right? I'm like, what? I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go kitchen. He's like, fucking kitchen. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like this, I'm going to take a break from drinking this week. It was just too much. Dude, never have I ever felt like that out of control, as in, like, not in control of what's going on. I've been smashed off my face, man, but I don't touch drugs generally. Like, I don't touch drugs. But to sit on it, like, sit there, shut my eyes because I physically can't keep them open, and then just hallucinate, hallucinate, man, and jolt out of my fucking seat and then open them up in pure terror and then have to shut my eyes again because I'm just, I'm out that out of it. It's fucking scary, man. (laughs) Anyway, we need a suvo. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming in. I hope you feel better about yourself. Dude, I feel, I feel, yeah. It's trippy, man. No, I'll be honest, because it's been years pre that last yeah. catch-up, man. It'd been fucking young since I'd seen you. And it's just interesting, because I never knew to this day where you actually, what you did, like from, you know, 17 to 25. Well, yeah, man. It's funny how I've just gone, like, three and a half years uni. Yeah. Got a job at, um, I can say, I got a job at doing cybersecurity and just, I love it. It's great. Like, and I find it funny. Like, come five o'clock. All right, guys. Yeah, bye. Handover's done. See ya. Turn the screen off. Shut yeah. the laptop. Speak to my missus. Hey, babe, let's go out. And I always find it funny where I'm not like, yeah, it's 10 o'clock. Turn the deep fryer. Empty it. Yell at everyone. Hurry the fuck up and get out of it. <laughs> it's just so surreal. Like, because I'm back in here at five. Sitting there, just like, like having a nice boss telling me, hey, hey, Jim, like, let's organize this and let's do yeah. that. And, We'll talk about it tomorrow and we'll go forward more. And it's just nice having someone, like, just mentor you. Like, it's it's nice having somebody like, yeah, mate, we made mistakes, but, you know, in two years' time, there's going to be somebody else in your spot and you are going to be teaching them. And I'm like, okay, that sounds good. Yeah. It's weird like that. Like, and I hope all these chefs that I have trained that are listening <laughs> don't, don't message him and be like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. You better you better forward it to these cunts. I I, uh, I look the, the the couple of guys that I did um, train like I want to say Fabio, you're the best, mate. He's. I'll, he- let get, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you do. I'll let you record like a pre um. <sighs> what's it called? An epilogue. The uh, pre pre log to the whole thing. Pre log. That'd be good. Yeah. Pre log like during the Sulaki. <laughs> <laughs> the following announcement has <laughs> been made. What music are you gonna put over it? Can you put something that we had when we were young? Nah. Oh, oh, you got to do like do one of your beats when we're young. You got to 
go through that like file. An old one. Yeah, you got to yeah, find something through the file. Heaps of old shit. I was going to say we should just put the in the club uh, instrumental. Whoa, that yes. clicked, dude, Good. that that got leaked two thousand and three. Like yes, yesterday. do it because I remember you, <laughs> me, <laughs> you, me, your cousin in the Ford. <laughs> yeah, and when he put the CD in, I'm like, what's this? What's yeah, this? Yeah. But I do remember you, me, your cousin going to Moomba. Here's one. You, me, your cousin going to Moomba, and you saying, "This is fucking boring." I just got this MP3 CD player, and you just slammed in tunes. And we're walking through Mumbai, and you're just like jamming. You're like, "Yep, cool, yep." I'm like, "Dimmy," you're like, "What?" I'm like, "You're right, yeah, man." Like, doesn't skip. (laughs) (laughs) I remember you're like, "Doesn't skip." I'm like, "All right, cool." I thought, and you were just like, "You're in the fucking zone. You're somewhere." Serious? Yeah, I remember. Like, I'm like, "Bellies." I remember that. I remember that MP3 player because I was so excited. It was an MP3 CD player. Yes, it cost me like 250 bucks back in like. 2001. It's probably worth more now. Probably. Doesn't scare. That was an actual CD. Like, that was incredible. That was a incredible. It was bulky as fuck, but it was an incredible piece of technology. I, remember, I don't even remember that. I remember, I, I remember a lot about nothing. I remember growing up with you and I remember all these things. I remember like being at Crown and like all these wogs just fucking surrounding us, taking your cousin's phone. Yeah. And me going downstairs, and I'm like, who the fuck took the phone? Yeah. Like, this guy, he wants 50 bucks for it. And we're all like, these guys were huge. There's yeah. like three of us, and there's 50 of them. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, fuck. And like, just give him the fucking money, and let's go. I remember that shit. I yeah. remember being at us. I remember, remember going Copa. <laughs> Copa. I remember just, just random stuff. I remember, you know what I remember? I remember cutting your hair. Cutting my hair Dramana. out of Dramana. Yeah, I got so much fucking attention about that. Mate, <laughs> let it be known. I've got it. I'm going to oh, send you the photo. Like, oh, I've got the photos. Do you? Like, I've still got them. Green couch upstairs. I've still got those photos. Dude, I, like, I remember wearing Archie boxes on my singlet and like doing these. We talk, like, It was the first time digital cameras were around. Were, your cousin had one. It was yeah. one of the first that he yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we took a dozen fucking photos. Yeah. I remember cutting your hair downstairs and it was like you had Asian hair because it was like straight- you used to you said that about yourself. You said you had Asian style, like the texture. Yeah, it was, was it was straight. It was really straight. really straight. And yeah. I remember cutting like a mohawk, which is what they're doing now. Yeah, they're yeah. doing it now. Everyone's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I'm like, "That's what I want." And I remember like wearing clothes, and like they're all wearing it now, like what we had. Yeah, like we would always do these random things, and yeah. like someone's like, "You look like a fucking idiot," and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, cool." Yeah, and now they're selling it and making money off of it. How crazy is that? That's stupid. That's like proof, man. If I find those photos, that is proof we were ahead of the curve. It was no, I think because like I like I went to St. John's and I hated all the Greek people there because Okay, so when I was growing up, they're like, Oh, who's you I remember I uh, bumped into a couple of people later on a couple of, like, Who's your missus? I'm like, oh, you know, my missus Whatever, like yeah. they're like, Oh man, I thought you were, you know, Greeks for Greeks. And I'm like, do you know what this girl has done for me? Yeah. And they're like, no, nah, man, you got to get with a Greek. I go, bro, like, I love it a bit. Like, you can't change my mind. Like, I can't get, like, if I go with a Greek person, fine. But she's not Greek. Do go, like, she has done so much. She's done more. Like, I've had, like, two Greek girlfriends, and they were terrible. <laughs> like, the dad always fucking yelling at me. <laughs> What do you like? And the mum always like being like, tamalyasu, I don't like. Your your hair, like your car, your fast cars, you, I don't like. And like, I'm with, now I'm fucking, I'm so happy, man. Like, she doesn't judge. She's like, and just people saying, like, you know, you got to be Greek for Greek. I'm like, fuck off, man. I'm hitting my renaissance. I've got a fast car. I've had a bike now. <laughs> well, going 40, you know what I mean? 
I need to get rid of oh, I don't know. Like, yeah, we've got to go for a bike ride soon. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, honestly. I'm too tired and I'm too fat. <laughs> um, like, like, I know a lot of people can say, like, lockdown, like, corona, like, the gym closing, all yeah. that shit. Like, man, I've stacked it on. No T-shirt fucking fits. I had to put, like, three different T-shirts on today. I'm like, what's not going to make me look so fat? <laughs> we get the suvo, though. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, It's like the last hurrah for this. I was like, like, you know how people go January 1st? Yeah. Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to wait a little bit. Yeah. Then, yeah. then well, I'm going to start for Mine was, like, when I get back from Adelaide, because, you know, when you're over, when you're traveling, like, when you're interstate, you can't cook or whatever, so you're going to eat whatever you fucking find, and Adelaide's got nothing. Yeah. They've got KFCs on every fucking corner. That Adelaide. is legit. Adelaide. And I said, yeah, yeah, done. This week? Yeah, nah. Back, back on it. So <laughs> I made- What's the date? The date's- It's January, January 9th. <laughs> I'm good. Nine. I've had- <laughs> I've had, like- Three days of rice and chicken, and then it's like, yeah, no. There's, oh. there's got to be some sort of, like, like the diet shake. Not the, the man, man shake. The man- no, fuck that, man. I don't, nah, sorry. I exercise, eat proper. That's, uh, that's all you can do. I'm just going to, yeah, I've got, I was going to go, fuck, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was going to go to the gym tomorrow, like, do all that sort of stuff, go for a run, build it up slowly. Yeah. Just need these T-shirts to fit again. Yeah, I, that's my saddest part, man. Like, you know when you buy a motorbike jacket? And then you put it back and you're like, oh, this doesn't fit anymore. It's gonna- They're not forgiving. Like, <laughs> no. That's the worst part. They're literally not forgiving. They, they let you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reminder. They, they let you know like what's going on. We actually have to go for a ride. Yeah. Okay. I'm, gonna go, I'm going for a ride. I'm trying to organize one the next couple of weeks on a Sunday if you're free. Yeah. If you're free. If I'm not working. Like, you know. Oh, on a Sunday. I'm a baller now. Like, I, I work for big companies, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it. Like, Yeah, but that's progress. It's good. Yeah, it's good. I like it. Hopefully- yeah, but you got there. That's the point. Oh, dude, it was a struggle to get there. But that's what people don't fucking realize, that it was a struggle to get there. Pe- dude, people look at me and think that, oh, well, you got it under control. You got this. And he's like, oh, fuck off, man. Like, I'm still got PTSD from my first job. Like, well, that's why I don't tell everyone's like, what are you doing? Oh, it's just com- computer stuff. Like, oh, yeah. And like, when people like start telling me about Rona and like they did all these. Yeah. Like, I've researched, like, yeah, you Google researched, man, but have you fucking done what? I'm not going to. Stroke my ego. Like, I went to school. I did the paperwork. I did everything. I did the exams. Like, you you fucking sitting at home listening to your auntie bitch about it. Like, I, I know saying, like, going to uni doesn't mean shit to anybody else. It means a lot to me. But I know that I've done research on a specific topic, and I know how long it takes for you to fucking understand and bring it out and create that paperwork to give your findings. A, a five-minute Google search on the, on the top section doesn't mean shit. I literally I can see used, your face. <laughs> I used that same fucking argument, counter-argument today when someone c- commented on one of my posts about, you know, Djokovic or whatever it was. And I said, there are people smarter than me doing the fucking work, period. How come we've relied on doctors and scientists for the last fucking hundred years and now all of a sudden they don't know shit? They don't know shit because they don't fit your narrative of, you know, being a fucking conspiracy because mm-hmm. your gym's shut right now. Fuck off, man. The internet's giving everybody a voice, and some people don't deserve that voice. I agree 100%. <laughs> KFC, if you listen. <laughs> Someone said to me the other day, um, I had them in here. They, they went on the podcast. They just come in. Uh, they're into studios and shit. Yeah. Music, and we always argue about religion. We always argue about the shit. And he said, that's why we have the monarchy. People yeah. better than us. People, whatever. That's how it started. I'm like, nah. All right. Better than us are the people that are educated. The monarchy just had power. Yeah. Dude, ugh, I can't. I just can't. People like that haven't seen Coming to America. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's- A king. <laughs> like, 
what is that? <laughs> what is that, velvet? <laughs> I'm going to watch that tonight. <laughs> been, this has probably been the longest since I last saw it. Yeah. I saw it when Coming to America 2 came out. When was that? A year ago? That was last year. Yeah. Would have been. Would have been the beginning of last year, sometime around there. Beginning? It was during Rona. Just, yeah. Or just after. On, on Prime. Something like I that came out. That's the like because I remember turning the TV on and one was playing because two got released. We went so when we were in New York, we went to the stoop where like the building and all that was. It's just been gentrified now. Like oh, in, what which stoop of um, in, uh, coming to America? His apartment building. Yeah. Oh, where was it? Just downtown New York. Like I just googled it. Went okay. there. Yeah, I'm a big fan of doing. Went, that went to shit. like the the Ghostbusters and went to all these places and like on our way to restaurants because like I yeah. went to all these five star restaurants and yeah. ate a ton of tacos just later on there. Five star uh, restaurants uh, slash ton of tacos. Okay. No, like Cosme was good. Oh man, beautiful. What was your favorite meal in New York? <sighs> I can tell you right now what mine was. Um, it. Oh damn. I can. I've got two favorite meals. Um. Two meals. Come on. All right, tell me what they were. All right. Number one was a, a Greek meal at Stamatis in, up in Queens. Okay. In Astoria. We were looking for a Greek meal and um, it was the best meal that we had the entire time. It was proper proper tavern sort of yeah. shit. The other one, chicken and waffles in Harlem. Oh. That is yeah. a meal that I can't- I found it in Melbourne, but it's just not the same. It's never going to be the same. And it purely comes down to fat content. My, my favorite was, unfortunately, like it was Cosme, which is one of the- Best restaurants in the world. Um, yeah. Lost Tacos, because I fucking just love that shit. Yeah. And there was this chicken joint. I don't remember what it was. It was in the middle of nowhere. And just going there, it was just brilliant. Man, my first experience of going to New York, went to a show, uh, Eddie Wong. Eddie yeah, Wong? Yeah. Um, Eddie Huang. Oh, fuck. What's his name? Um, let me go. He did Fresh Off the Boat. Oh. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The main dude, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, anyone, anyone. So went to a show, and this was when um, who's the the rapper from Mob Deep that passed away? Prodigy. He part. He just passed away, and like they, or everybody, like the whole crew was there, and they gave like speeches and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, met Eddie in person. He signed my book. Um, just New York is a different experience. Like it's it's surreal. It's, it's just it's New York. It's That's just it. everything. Yeah. The energy, everything there is just everything's going on at once, yeah, twenty four seven. Athens Bro- is a lot like that. Bro- going to Brooklyn, like, yeah, went to Brooklyn. It was like Soprano. <laughs> Brooklyn, Jersey. Brooklyn was just coming back from Coney Island. I dumped my mm. stomach in because I ate too many hot wings yeah, and shit like that. Pizzas, like yeah, the one dollar slice pizzas. Somewhere to take a dump. Yeah, in the middle of like a big Jewish sort of area in Brooklyn. Yes, yes. Oh man, dude, like. <laughs> Going to Seven Eleven, like, bro, you got a toilet in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was dying. I remember finding a pharmacy. Catching the train, understanding the fucking metro system there, like the D. Yeah, <laughs> just take the like, D to yeah, the Coney Island. Just fucking done. Yeah. Done. We walked a lot though. Like yeah. we walked from like Times Square to Harlem one day. Ten, twelve kilometers, like yeah. in the, in the morning, and then later on again. Well, and- it was just nice because you just got to see everything like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everything's walking, like the pavement. It's not like here where you got like highways. Yeah, my, my apartment was literally like off Princess Highway. Like if I go for a run, I'd probably get fucking run over by something. Seeing, seeing like Statue of Liberty, I was like, yeah, I've seen it in movies. It was all right. Dude, that's exactly what my cousin said to me. Yeah. He was living in New York at the time. I was like, yeah. Yeah, and I said, you know, if you go, 
I said something about going to the Statue of Liberty and I asked him some details. All I said straight away was, man, this is where Method Man worked all those years. <laughs> That's the first thing that came into my head. Like, Stat- not, not Statue of Liberty, like, fuck, Method Man worked right in there, like, during the Wu-Tang. Like, Dude, I remember messaging my cousin and, like, I called him and said, man, how do you, like, is there anything I need to know? He's like, how the fuck do I know? You've never been here before. I go, what do you mean? He goes, saw it in TV. Saw it every time I caught the plane. Yeah. Yep. That's how many more times do I need to see it? To be fair, he had a point. I caught the Staten Island Ferry. Passed it. Yeah, well. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah, it's something you got to do once and then you're out of there. Like, yep, seeing it, bye. Yeah, but I, I could go to New York tomorrow. Oh, I'm talking about Statue of Liberty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it'll be good. Uh, I was going to say, it's quarter to nine. What time are these joints shut in Oakley? Are we even going to get a meal here? Oh, can we we'll find something? You know what? Fuck Oakley. There's a joint just even closer. We can suss that out. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sue La. No, no, no. I'm going to Google it because I don't actually know what times they are. Yeah. Closes soon, 9.30. All right, cool. We've got time. <laughs> we got the business. Yeah, no, no. There's a joint just here. We're going to go there. Um, don't, don't worry. I've got this. This is my area. All right? I, I, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm trying to find. Where is it? Oh, fuck. I just realized I've got to take the computer back with me. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'll take it home for you. No, no. I was going to say I could... I either bump it out unless we go get something to eat and bring it back here. Do you can we Uber you want to Uber it? Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, we're busy. We're no, talking. no, I'll tell you what we'll do. We're gonna put this to bump out the first file. We'll go get it and bring it back here and eat it here. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll All take right. we'll take the golf. Um <laughs> golf. Thank you again for coming in. Um that, man, I didn't say it enough. Thanks for fucking listening, man. That means a lot to me. Seriously. Oh, no. Nah, like, legit, like, that algorithm, like, it, it was, lockdown was shit for a lot of us, and I had to find ways to <laughs> get I through. I can thank pure human boredom and a pandemic. No, it was good. Like, it was, I missed, uh, dude, I missed my mates. I missed yeah. everybody I worked with and everybody I used to hang out with. And, like, uh, you know, I turned turned to your podcast for a minute, and I was just having a giggle. And it was always, it was just playing in the background and you'd, you know, you'd have a bitch about like just idiots and the Rona and this and that. And I was like, yep, he's right. He's right. And I, <laughs> I and my missus was like, what the fuck are you laughing at? I'm like, I'm laughing at this podcast. How come you won't laugh at my jokes? <laughs> just calm down. But it was good. Like, yeah, I sent you, I remember the message I sent you. Hey man, keep yeah. up the good work. Let me know. I'll send you coffee. I was a coffee. just stunned because I hadn't spoken to and you. Like, like yeah. you, you, your boys have said before, like, assume everyone's listening. You had no idea I was fucking listening. No. Like, no, no way. No. I still don't know. I still, I can't, I'm, I know I said it in the previous thing that I'd done, but I said I should start doing that, but I can't. Yeah. Because I'm so used to no one listening. I'm very curious who's going to message me and be like, you're still an idiot or some shit like that. Oh, as in like from your mates? Yeah. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Well, it depends. I'll, Are you going to share this thing? Yeah, yeah. I'll share it to them. I'll, I don't care. I don't lie. Like, uh, like just to reiterate, like this is my experience, not anybody else's. Huh? Because you, the, the next guy could have like, hey, man, I work with the best of the best. Good, Good for, for you. you. <laughs> I, Good for you. I saw like like there could be like if you guys want a part two, tell me and I'll make sure I write down everything. Even message me if you want advice on like go on hospo. But you know what? Just don't fucking. Do you it. know what kills me? Being a minority in Melbourne and then hearing experiences about other Greeks or other this or other that. Yeah. Oh well, I never experienced that. Well, good for fucking you. I did. Like it was funny. Like my family didn't know I could cook till yeah. like later on. Later, like they're like, "What do you mean you, you you're yeah. chefing?" Like, yes, that's what my job. Oh, I thought you were just, you know. And the idea of being a chef, people were like, "Oh, I thought you just sit in an office." 
No, I don't sit in a fucking office, What does it man. have to do with this? Sh- like, I had dumb, dumb comments, like, from the community, like, oh, what do you do? Just sit there and drop fries? Yeah, I drop fries, man. It's a fish uh, and chip shop. I just, you know, with the shovel into yeah. the- <laughs> <laughs> Potato cakes and deep fried butter. Like, you know, how long can I make this- uh, the, the oil last for like can you call oh. like how long can it keep going before it foams up and like wow. overflows and shit but yeah I'm just picturing that dirty disgusting oil oh man thanks, thanks for having me on no, Give, thank you. Give, giving me a little bit of a voice there's uh, <laughs> you know there's more I'd like to say about really like I don't want to mention names and whatnot for the better of my own nah, safety do whatever you want man. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be back Look, I'll be honest if you can be fuck making the trip, I'll come back. Will we have me back? I'll bring food next time. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Next time I come on, next time I come on, I'll bring I'll bring a little thing that I'll prepare beforehand, <laughs> like one of those bantu boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring some. I'll bring it beforehand, like, and we'll we'll go from there. And you could do like, yeah, you know, we'll see. Look, I want one of your recipes now. I want oh. a recipe, a very basic recipe that I can actually make at home. It's not basic. Nothing. Fuck uh, off, man. Uh, all right, all right, all right. All right. All right. Okay. I, you know what? Fuck you. Do you know why? why? Because my favorite meal to eat, my okay. favorite meal to cook and eat is one of the most basic fucking meals ever. Fuck yes. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> but, dude, Arabic style fucking mince with bilafi. Do you, right? Okay. Do you, do you have a sous vide machine at home? No, I don't, unfortunately. <sighs> it's going to be a bit Kind of. Yeah, yeah, all right. Listen, uh, Arabic mince, all right? You literally just saute and sizzle fucking mince with harissa garlic, onion, and a bunch of other spices, all right? You toast fucking uh, pine nuts, you yep. throw it on top, you, you serve it with bilafi and fucking um, Greek yogurt. Best meal. I'll eat fucking buckets of that shit. Trying to explain to a Greek what harissa is. <laughs> it's paprika, yeah? No. <laughs> no. It's, like, it's paprika, it's capsicum and stuff. So, it's Greek. No, it's not fucking Greek. Oh. Dude, best, best meal we'll ever have. 100%. I'll eat fucking tons of it. Oh, we'll find a restaurant to go to. You take me to your favorite, I'll take it to my favorite. I don't think I've had that luxury of being able to go to enough restaurants to have a favorite. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? All right, we'll go get a souvenir now. All right. Hold up.